Land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting, fishing, and hanging out with the family you want. Just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations, but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term. Like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound. Go to Land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is a place to find and invest in in your open space. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked. Game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco Cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked. Your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, going on grid. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, welcome in. This is the Pro Football Rewind. It's hour two. If you missed the first hour, myself, Matt Stryker, and my partner in crime, Davis Maddock, we broke down the 1 p.m. games. We looked forward to next week trying to see if we can get some DFS advantages. We broke down the playoffs slightly. We might dive deeper in, but right now, here in this hour, we break down the four p.m. game. So, Davis, I want to talk to you first about the Giants and Washington. What happened here? The Giants and Washington was, uh, it was a who cares bowl. It was, uh, <laughs> you know, the, all we want to do in this game is have fun. The defenders were like, whatever. And and really, even the offensive players, they were kind of having a, a whatever style day. Daniel Jones, 42 passing attempts, 352 yards, five Passing touchdowns, one to Saquon, one to Sterling Shepard, one to Cody Latimer, two to rookie tight end from Stanford, Caden Smith, a guy that, uh, you know, I don't want to pound my own chest, but it was definitely mentioned on Roto Experts a few times over the last few weeks as a guy who was just playing every single snap, basically, in this Giants offense. And, uh, you know, just a massive day for Saquon as well. 22 carries, 189 yards. So and now- a touchdown. Yes, keep going. <laughs> well, and it doesn't it doesn't stop. Four targets, 90 yards and a touchdown. I mean, this was this was the performance of 
Saquon Barkley's young career. Really, really great for him. Uh, Dwayne Haskins goes carted off injured before he got hurt. He was dropping dimes, 15 pass attempts, 133 yards, two touchdowns, both to Steven Sims. Or actually, Sims got one later from from uh, from Keenum. It was one for Steven Sims, one for Hale Hentages. Uh, $5 if you've ever heard of that guy before today. <laughs> So uh, Sims, the number three wide receiver in fantasy today. Barkley, the number one running back. Danny Dimes, the number one quarterback. And it's interesting because both of these teams, as they move forward into next week, they also have very interesting matchups when it comes to DFS. So when we talk about the Giants, they have Philadelphia. This could be a very meaningful game. Do you think that Barkley and Jones could be targets next week in DFS? Uh, Barkley and Jones could be targets in DFS just because they, well, first of all, the volume is so great for Barkley. You know, he's just never getting replaced. This game went to overtime and no one else got a carry, you know, no, no Javorius Allen, no Wayne Gallman. No one else got a carry 22 carries. No other running back saw a target. This was the Saquon show. I think the reason why you would not want to play Daniel Jones would just be, there's more superior options. And this is very, very likely because the Eagles have to win this game. This is very unlikely to be a shootout. This is going to be a play it as conservatively as possible style game. All right. And on the other side, Washington plays Dallas. I know Haskins wanted to come back in, but doctors told him no. So should be good to go next week. If you've heard anything, you'll let us know. But Washington and Dallas now, where does the DFS value lie there, if any? Uh, it's really, I think, after after watching this Dallas team for the last few weeks and knowing that Dak Prescott is dealing with the shoulder injury, really it seems like the only value to be found on Dallas in terms of DFS is going to come from Ezekiel Elliott. And even then, you know, he really does need to be used more in the passing game for you to want to use him in DFS. Seven targets, caught all of them for 37 yards, only 13 carries for 47 yards, you know, no offensive touchdowns in this game. For the Dallas Cowboys, just a, a particularly brutal spot for them. And, uh, you know, just uh, just a horrible game, horribly coached, horribly called. It was it was all bad. <laughs> all right. So next, this game featured a defense that a lot of people that I know were in championship games, played this defense and it ended up backfiring Denver and Detroit. What'd you pull from this game? Well, I, you know, I was one of those people that really liked the Denver defense. The Lions had the lowest team total of the week. Certainly was not thinking that uh, Bling Blang Blau was going to be able to uh, get anything going on offense. He was okay. Uh, 117 passing yards through a touchdown to Kenny Galladay, who had 12 targets. No one else on the Lions had more than three. Uh, this basically, though, was just about uh, the Denver offense not getting in gear until the fourth quarter. Drew Locke, 192 passing yards and a touchdown. Philip Lindsay, big day, 19 carries, 109 yards, and a touchdown. And uh, you you might remember this name. You remember Deshaun Hamilton, six targets, six catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown. He was actually the guy when Emmanuel Sanders was traded to San Francisco that many expected to you know kind of take over that slot role to you know ease into that six to eight targets a game types position, and just never happened. Really, they were using Noah Fant more. Noah Fant only two targets in this game. Seems like he's banged up, and his season's kind of just started to wear wear on him really so Deshaun Hamilton had a bigger role in this game all right now next week Detroit has Green Bay we still don't know what Green Bay will be up against only time will tell based off of where we are right now but talk to me about Detroit and Green Bay is there anything early on that you can see 
this is going to be a gross game. This one is uh, this one is very likely to not make any of my DFS rosters. Uh, Green Bay is going to be favored by six and a half or more. The Lions are just so unable to move the ball on offense. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they're probably just not even going to have to get out of second gear. Going to be, you know, I guess we're going to be a lot of Aaron Jones. But if you if he, if, you know, if, if, for example, he gets 22 carries, 108 yards, four targets for 36 yards, but is unable to score. You know, you're looking at a pretty miserable day. He's going to be priced up. I, I think that's probably a situation that I'm not going to be too interested in. Okay. And Denver has Oakland next week. What can you get from that? That is a more interesting situation because Josh Jacobs is very unlikely to play and Oakland is going to have a a pretty cheap running back, right? Uh, DeAndre Washington, 23 carries today to only five for Jalen Richard, three targets in the passing game to four for Jalen Richard. Uh, And we're talking about two teams that are eliminated from playoff contention. You know, DeAndre Washington, a guy I've always thought is pretty skilled. Uh, Certainly, I think you could you could run him back again. All right, now those very Raiders played the Chargers. I know people were playing Phillip Rivers here in DFS, and he disappointed. But what do you make of what the coaching staff can and cannot do with a guy like Melvin Gordon? Because it seems that they don't really know how to utilize this player. Well... I mean, this is like it's probably going to be his last game, uh, right? This is going to be his last game as a member of the Los Angeles Chargers. His contract is done at the end of the year. They have a much better running back sitting right beside him in Austin Eckler. They're playing at the Kansas City Chiefs. That's basically a, a ceremonial lamb to slaughter style position. Uh, you know, for so for DFS, I think Keenan Allen, 10 targets today, five receptions for 71 yards. I think Keenan Allen's going to be a, a legitimate guy to use. And this actually, you know, I don't want to I don't want to be too, you know, I, I try not to be too crazy here on this show. But I certainly think that this could also be Philip Rivers's last game as a member of the Los Angeles Chargers. Absolutely. Let me ask you this in 30 seconds. Uh, give me some ideas where you think Melvin Gordon would fit in nicely. So a couple of the teams that would maybe be decent fits for him would be Miami if they decide that they want to try and compete next year and Tampa Bay. They're, they've not been able to find a pass-catching running back. I guess Dare Ongumawale is about as close as they can find. He's just okay, and they would probably prefer a more seasoned professional in that role. So Tampa Bay is the the natural fit. Yeah, and there's a lot of questions like, uh, do Philip Rivers and Eli Manning start on a team next year, or are they backups? Everything changes, but the more things change, the more they stay the same. Come on back, because we're going to talk about a couple of more 4 p.m. games. We're going to talk to Davis Maddock about who should get picked up, who should get put down. But we know what you should do. You should come on back after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, you know, watch Creighton. 
they play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go play places land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting fishing and hanging out with the family you want just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound go to land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across america enough dreaming about it land.com is a place to find and invest in in your open space. All right, welcome back in to the studio. This is the Pro Football Rewind, the only place where we go forward in reverse, analyzing the day's events in the National Football League and applying them to all of your fantasy sports needs, in this case, fantasy football, whether it be season-long, most of us in our championship games, DFS, or, of course, sports investments. My name is Matt Stryker. Joining me, as always, from his palatial estate in parts unknown is the one and only Davis Maddock. And each and every week, we break down the 1 p.m. games and then the 4 p.m. games. And there's a couple of more 4 p.m. games that I want to talk about, Davis. This Arizona-Seattle game, I mean... Either Vegas knew something we didn't or Seattle was just asleep at the wheel before they realized what was going on. They just didn't try, right? They 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 didn't try. They they came out with a horrible game plan that involved trying to run with Chris Carson. Mm-hmm. And basically by the time that they started trying to throw passes, it, it was too late. They they had gotten punched in the mouth. So they they started out with a good first drive, ending with a short touchdown pass. Uh and on that drive, Russell Wilson was able to hit Jacob Hollister, uh, and uh David Moore had one good end around. Uh, but Malik Turner also had a big a big uh, catch on that drive.
drive as well. And then after that, we're, we're first down run, second down run, first down run, second down run. And, and no quarterback, not Tom Brady, not Patrick Mahomes, not Russell Wilson. There is not a quarterback good enough to just consistently get you out of holes when you're in third and eight every single situation. And, you know, I think the Seahawks, I think Pete Carroll, I think that uh, Schottenheimer, I think those guys need to take a big look at themselves in the mirror and say, how is it possible that the Arizona Cardinals, a four-win team, were able to beat us up this poorly? Because this was just, it was one of the worst coaching and offensive performances that I have seen this year in the NFL. Yeah, it did seem a little suspect, but big news out of that is that Murray out, Carson out. Uh, are you hearing anything as it pertains to next week for either one of those guys? Those guys, uh, yeah, those guys are not going to play. Uh, Pete Carroll already said that both of those guys are are out for the basically for the rest of the year. So uh, next week in the backfield for the Seattle Seahawks, it is going to be. Travis Homer, an undrafted free agent from the University of Miami. We talked about him out in the show last week, actually, when we were discussing the Seahawks because CJ Procise fumbled last week. Mm -hmm. So Travis Homer was getting uh, was getting a little bit of reps. Uh, And we're going to have to find out, you know, who do they have stashed on the practice squad? Because if you look at their active roster right now, the only four uh, active running backs they have, Nick Bloor, Chris Carson, CJ Procise, Travis Homer, Nick Bloor is a fullback. So it's going to be... Uh, probably whoever they have on the practice squad is going to be splitting carries with Travis Homer and uh, not really where you want to be heading into the playoffs for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, well, if you keep providing analysis like this, it could be you. Oh, look at that. Adam Schechter reports Davis Maddock has been signed from the practice squad. It could happen, Davis. All right, Arizona, your beloved Cardinals, a team that you enjoy watching play football. What did you see from them? And next week they have the Rams. Is there anything there in DFS? Well, I do have to say this was not even their best performance as a team. Kenyon Drake, 80 yard touchdown, basically just splits this game wide open. Larry Fitzgerald scores a touchdown and also has a touchdown called back as well. Uh, This wasn't even Kyler's best game and Kyler actually got banged up in this game and had Mm -hmm. to be replaced by Brett Hundley. I think that likely there is not going to be a ton of fantasy value for the Arizona Cardinals in week 17 because if Kyler Murray's not hurt, None of this is going to work. You know, Kyler Murray is the engine that makes the offense go at all. And he suffered a hamstring injury. My sense would be that with the, you know, just he's the franchise. And if he gets hurt, if he's banged up, if he is not able to start week one next year, you know, things are going to be very brutal for them. So he's probably not going to play next week. Not really interested in playing Brett Hundley. We are, however, interested in playing the Los Angeles Rams against the Arizona Cardinals. If people remember the last. Uh, Los Angeles Rams Arizona Cardinals game is basically the best game of the year for the Los Angeles Rams who uh, they are they are eliminated from wildcard contention but they're still trying you know they they still gave it all that they could against the 49ers this last week and you know it would be nice for them of course to finish better than eight and seven or eight and eight you know no one wants to finish eight and eight that's like the worst record in the NFL because it just it just says we're, we had a good team but we just weren't able to play good enough so I, I would think that uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley, all of those guys are pretty strong plays against Arizona in week 17. All right. That can be a really smart play with some really good support for the opinion. And as a former teacher, I like when my students support their answers. So now, Davis, this is our deep dive game coming up and it might be painful, but I really want you to take your time. 
break down what happened with Philadelphia and Dallas. Now, I personally think just from watching Amari Cooper's hurt and, and whether or not that shows up on an injury report, that is not the same guy that I saw in weeks two, three, four, and five. Go ahead, break it down. So a couple of different things happened. The first is that the Dallas Cowboys should have won this game. They went into Philadelphia. Carson Wentz did not play a very good game. Miles Sanders did play a very good game, but we have Carson Wentz throwing to Dallas Goddard, Greg Ward, college quarterback from the University of Houston, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, Zach Ertz, literally broke his ribs in this game, came back in because it was such an important game. And Dallas was not able to do better than three field goals. They did not score a touchdown in this game. And as much as you want to say the coaching staff, yes, they really blew it. Kellen Moore, bad game plan. Jason Garrett, bad game plan. Was not able to get the guys ready to play. The defense was not ready to play. But Dak did not play well in this game either, right? He 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 really just did not play well in this game either. Uh, and we know that he was hurt coming into this game. But also, if you're hurt and you play, the expectation is that you are at least healthy enough to play to some sort of reasonable expectation for your usual standard of play. Dak wasn't. Elliot, very bad in this game. 3.6 yards per carry. Even when he had space, he looked slow, not very effective. I completely agree with you. Amari Cooper, definitely injured in this game. 12 targets, four receptions, 24 yards. There was there was one particular play that stands out to me where Dak did not make the best throw in the world, but Amari was open. He was not covered. And if he would have jumped for a ball, uh, I believe this was late in the third quarter. It was kind of on like a third and 10. And Amari just ran a hook route, got his man beat, turned around, and the pass was probably... I'd say it was a foot higher than Dak probably wanted to throw it. And Amari jumped for it, but only got one arm to it. You know, just didn't raise both of his arms to bring the the ball down. So I, I just think this was a systemic failure. The players were bad. The coaches were bad. No one involved with the organization was good at all. Everyone played horrible. Okay, so let me ask you, Davis, out of these two teams, Philadelphia and Dallas, who's going to the playoffs? Uh, well, it's going to be it's I mean, it's it's going to be Philadelphia because all they have to do is beat the Giants on the road. As long as they beat the Giants, they are in. Uh, however, the tiebreaker, I and I don't actually know exactly why this is, because both teams won at home. The Eagles won at home and Dallas won at home. I think maybe it's the common opponents uh, and and my and. Philadelphia lost to Miami. All I know is that Dallas owns the tiebreaker for for whatever reason that is. So, ergo, <laughs> Dallas, uh, they they are just the biggest Giants fans in the world next week. Yeah, Philadelphia's magic number is one, a Eagles victory and or a Dallas loss will put the Eagles in the playoffs. Uh, Davis, I want to ask you, have these Dallas Cowboys given up on their coach? I don't know if they've given up on their coach. I actually think that pretty much every time, you know, Dak, Zeke, whoever, whenever these guys are asked about their coach, like they don't like you can tell when guys have given up and they're just like, man, I don't know. That was the coach's decision. It's, it doesn't seem like that. I actually think all of this vitriol about the coach, it comes from us. It comes from the fans, not so much from the players. I, I think the players like him. Do you think in any way, shape, or form that Garrett could be patrolling a different sideline next year? 
yeah, I mean, and there are going to be openings, right? Washington probably going to have um, a new coach. The Lions, I, I know they say that they're not firing their coaches, but there could certainly be an in-season firing there. The Panthers, we know, are are looking for coaches. It's been rumored that the Falcons are looking for new coaches. The Jaguars could be looking for new coaches. Um, I, the Browns are certainly an organization that it's going to be looking for a new oh, coach. Boy. So, yeah, I, I think he could be on a different sideline. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of different things happening when we come back. We'll talk a little bit about sports investments. And then I think I'm going to ask Davis to try to walk me through how one would maybe build an NBA DFS lineup. Never played it before, so let's see what happens. Come on back, Pro Football Rewind. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected, or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting, fishing, and hanging out with the family you want. Just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations, but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term. Like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound. Go to Land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is a place to find and invest in in your open space.
your money where your mouth is. Take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Well, of course you do. So dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you'll get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and so much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK. DailyRoto.com where millionaires are made. All right, welcome back in. I love when a promo code just goes DUNK. Like, ah, it just gets me all, I'm going to calm down now. So Davis, uh, There was an interesting trend here, I noticed. The first Saturday game had a point total of 50 and a half from Vegas. You could choose the over-under there. And the last 4 p.m. game had a point total of 50. Do you think next week, given the volatility of a Week 17, that we'll see more games with higher point totals or less? I would expect that the overall, so if you just, if you added up all of the games that are going to be played in week 17, I would actually expect that the, uh, the over-unders would be lower. And, uh, that might sound counterintuitive because we are thinking about, uh, you know, we're thinking about all these teams that, uh, you know, maybe aren't, they're not going to be trying that hard, but then you think about, okay, well, all these teams are going to be playing their backups, right? So we're going to have, uh, we got Will Greer in for the Panthers. They've consistently had team totals in the twenties all year well they're not gonna have a 20 team total with will greer and we're gonna have the seahawks playing backup players not by choice but by circumstance uh you know and they're just all these teams that are eliminated that are going to be playing backup players and when you think about that okay well you know what are backup players gonna have a harder time doing you have a harder time scoring points so i would actually guess that totals in week 17 are going to be lower than normal Very interesting, interesting insight, Davis. So now you gave us a bunch of guys from the 1 p.m. games. Talk to me about the 4 p.m. games. Is there anyone that jumped out of you that may be worth a waiver wire pickup? I'm sorry, maybe worth a DFS play? So if we're thinking about, you know, waiver wire DFS and we're looking at some of these later games, I actually think there are going to be, you know, a couple intriguing options. I mentioned Deshaun Hamilton earlier for the Denver Broncos. I do kind of continue to be a believer. Uh, maybe not believer might be a, you know, a big word, but <laughs> I do think that I think that Drew Locke has potential to be a good NFL quarterback. You know, if we if we look at how Drew Locke has played this season uh, outside of that Kansas City Chiefs game you know he's been he's been pretty good right drew lock has been a good nfl quarterback and you know i i think a lot of people did not think that that was going to be the case i think a lot of people thought that drew lock was going to be bad and and he has not been so i i like all of his weapons you know i noah fant uh deshaun hamilton Cortland sutton uh yeah in fact i mean drew lock he won against the chargers won against houston and a very impressive game lost against the chiefs can't really hold that against him won against detroit he's probably going to win against Oakland at home you know we think that they're going to be favored against Oakland at home so you know he's looking at starting his career out four and one that's uh you know that's not bad and and Denver against Oakland is not a horrible spot for DFS either uh, I think for DFS purposes we also are going to need to take a look at Travis Homer for Seattle depending how he is priced you know we already spoke about the fact that they have basically no one else left behind him that's going to be pretty big and then for Philadelphia we've mentioned him a few times on this show 
But Greg Ward for Philadelphia has really been an every down player and has played really well when targeted. So, I, you know, kind of long term and short term for DFS. I like him as well. So now we have the luxury of taking a step back and looking at the season in almost its totality, right? Say for next week. Can we run down by each positional category who has been your most pleasant surprise and who has been your biggest disappointment? So for quarterback, who's been your most pleasant surprise this season? Uh uh, well, the, the the biggest surprise in a positive way is Ryan Tannehill. Mm. 9.8 adjusted yards per attempt, 17 passing touchdowns to only six interceptions. That's not including today's numbers. Uh, I think you certainly have to say you are very surprised. Now, do I have Ryan Tannehill a ton in fantasy? I have him on a couple teams, you know, not a ton. I do think that he is. Uh, I, I think that certainly Tennessee has found something to build on. If I want to say something that is actually more pleasing to me, though, it is going to be Kirk Cousins, who I think has played phenomenally this year and, and is not, he gets no credit. No one wants to give Kirk Cousins any credit for how well he's played at all. All right. Now, on the other side, who has been your biggest letdown at quarterback and supplemental question, um, Murray or Mayfield, who's let you down more? Uh, Kyler, I think, has performed reasonably well, given the circumstances in which he was asked to play. Certainly, I would have liked more of him from as like a runner, and I would have liked for him to be, uh, you know, a little bit less turnover prone. Uh, so, you know, he's thrown 17 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Uh, those numbers are going to be a little bit better after today. Uh, in terms of disappointments, I am disappointed in Jared Goff. Uh, not that I love Jared Goff or the Rams or anything, but I, I just expected St. Louis or St. Louis. <laughs> The Rams, I expected the Los Angeles Rams to be a little bit better. No, I expected them to be a lot better than they were this year. And, you know, he was he was just he was disappointing. And a lot of it does fall on him because he is really the weak link in their system. All right. Now let's move to the running back who was a pleasant surprise out of the backfield for Davis Maddock this fantasy football season. Uh, big, well, you know, the thing is, is there really were not very many pleasant surprises. Most of them were, were negative ones. I guess one big surprise has got to be just how well Nick Chubb has played despite everyone else around him failing. So he actually leads the NFL in rushing is going to end the year, uh, likely with the most rushing attempts and the most rushing yards because Derrick Henry uh, was not able to play this week. So that is, uh, you know, I think uh, a big positive surprise. Also Josh Jacobs, not that I didn't think he was going to play well, but 242 rushing attempts, 1,150 rushing yards with seven touchdowns. That is a good stat line for a rookie running back. You know, you're very, happy to see those results absolutely so let's take happiness and turn it into sadness who's been the letdown at running back I've heard a lot of people on social media say that Le'Veon Bell has been their biggest letdown of the season some even saying Saquon Barkley what says you well, if I if I get to if uh, you know this is this is my show, so I get to I get to do what I want, and I'll I'll just say I will be honest, but I'm also gonna have a little bit of Schadenfreude here. Uh, <laughs> so I am I I am certainly not surprised to see Le'Veon Bell, David Montgomery, uh, Peyton Barber, Sony Michelle, Tevin Coleman, Melvin Gordon. I'm not surprised to see these guys have bad years because I did not draft those guys in season long fantasy. So you know, just really not loaded up on those guys. My 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 negative surprise one that uh, certainly hurt my season-long fantasy football portfolio though it's got to be David Johnson basically he suffered that mid-season injury and just was never the same
same. You know, just had no juice, no explosion at all. Played hurt all year, and and basically never had his fastball after week four. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. I mean, you're hitting it right on the head here. Okay, let's move to wide receiver now, where there could be a, a larger swath of names here. Some pleasant surprises at the wideout position for you. Uh. Biggest pleasant surprise is my boy DJ Shark from LSU plays for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. One of my, you know, just one of my favorites. Really, I think he's a great player. Uh, I think he's stuck in a pretty tough circumstance, but, you know, I I just think he's awesome. And I think that uh, he is going to have a great pro career. So awesome to see him break out this year. And then DJ Moore from Carolina, 22 years old, third in the NFL in receiving, scored only four touchdowns this year. Uh, That's partly due to how bad their quarterback play has been, but also partly due to the fact that they just want to give every touchdown to Christian McCaffrey. They want him to break all of these records. And, uh, you know, that that's kind of lame. It's kind of lame for DJ Moore, at least, who has, I think, is just a, a true stud and is not going to get the the recognition. Uh, like, for example, I think next year he's going to go in, like, the third round of drafts, and he should maybe be, like, a back end of the first round pick next year. Wow. Bold statement there. Write it down. You heard it here first. Davis Maddock has called it. All right. Now, the other side, the discipline pointing wide receivers. I've heard a lot of Browns fans talk about their wideouts. I've heard a lot of Rams fans talk about how there's too many mouths to feed there. And the wideout position, who let you down? A lot of guys let me down at the wideout position. You know, no, no doubt about that. Just guys that I that I really liked who just, you know, they they for whatever reason it didn't end up working out. The biggest one though, Sammy Watkins started out yeah. the year hot with that one amazing game, scored 45 fantasy points in that first game, never did anything after that. Brandon Cooks becoming, you know, just a role player for the Rams, had two concussions, was never able to really overcome that. Marquez Valdez scaling for the Green Bay Packers, now in his age 25 season, you know, has been benched for Geronimo Allison, has been benched for Jake Kumaro, has been out-targeted by Mercedes Lewis. So, you know, just not great for, uh, for Mr. Valdez scaling. All right, and now the tight ends. It's been the most volatile position all season long. Talk to me and give me one that has really pleasantly surprised you and one that has let you down. Well, the best surprise of the tight end position this year, actually, there's a two-way tides. It's Darren Waller and it is Mark Andrews. Both of those guys way outperformed their their ADP. You know, even at the very end, you know, when, when Waller had already performed well in the preseason, we knew that he was going to be the starter. Darren Waller uh, still was, you know, being drafted in the 10th round, and really you could get him later than that for a majority of the offseason. The same is true for Mark Andrews. You know, his ADP uh, at, at, at the, the worst, it, it got into like the 80s or 90s, but really realistically, it was even after that as well. He's, of course, been phenomenal this year. So I, I think those are the two answers for the positive surprises. All right. And on the negatives, lay it on me. Give me quickly. Two, one. Uh, I mean, where do you begin? OJ Howard, <laughs> Evan Ingram, Hunter Henry, Vance McDonald, Eric Ebron, David Njoku, Delaney Walker, TJ Hawkinson. Like they just, it, it Basically, if you drafted a tight end and they didn't get hurt, you probably won. Gosh, it's amazing. You just kept rattling all of them off. And I was like, wait a minute. I've owned them. I've owned them. I drafted him. I dropped him. Tight end has been very volatile. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Pro Football Rewind is giving everything you need and more. When we come back, we're going to dive deep into some other fantasy sports. Because remember, once football ends, there's still money to be made. Come on back after this. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my <laughs> Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com, that's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting, fishing, and hanging out with the family you want. Just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations, but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term. Like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound. Go to Land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is a place to find and invest in your open space. Okay, welcome back in the Pro Football Rewind. Of course, we want to thank our good friends at Sports Grid. You can follow us everywhere, Instagram, YouTube, on social media. Everything you need in fantasy sports comes to you right here on this channel. Davis, before I dive into some questions about some other fantasy sports, normally we don't do this on this show, but in this week, I have to look ahead to Monday. I have, uh, I'm down by 35 points. I have Jones and Boone both going Monday. Do you think my team stands a chance? And the other guy has no one left going no at all? No one left going. That's it. And I, and I did it this I, I way don't, purposefully. I don't, I don't want to jinx you. I don't <laughs> want to jinx you, but I, I think you are pretty much locked in. 
Wow, really? So it, it's interesting because uh, Boone, a lot of people didn't know if he was going to be the primary back there. Do you think a guy like Amir Abdullah in any way, shape, or form threatens Boone's workload on Monday? Uh, I mean, Amir Abdullah maybe is going to play some third downs. I don't think that he is going to play a ton of third downs. Like, I think it's it certainly would be more likely to me that he would, like, maybe he gets... 15 snaps on offense, but Mike Boone will be the goal line back. Uh, Mike Boone is a, you know, a capable pass catcher. He's not the best pass catcher in the world. He's also not the worst pass catcher in the world. You know, I, I, I would basically say that he is a fine sort of pass catcher. And, you know, that, uh, that's going to be good for you. And, you know, Aaron Jones, basically, I think both of those guys can crack 15 and then you're going to start to sweat. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. But that's what we do. We sweat when we're in championship games. So now fantasy football begins to wind down. And I know this might be a little outside the box, but I know a lot of people do really well in NBA DFS. Now you're an NBA guy as well. Yeah, I, I love I, you know, of course, I love I love NBA DFS. Uh, and, and I got to say, I don't I don't uh, I don't talk about it. You know, I, I, I don't talk about things that are not true, but the NBA DFS product on Daily Roto. I mean, it really is. It is the absolute best. Like it is going to help you win because it is it is fantastic what the guys do. Okay, so now this isn't a scripted segment. This is true. I've played a lot of DFS, but one sport that I never dove into is NBA. So I have my FanDuel open right now. So you're now speaking to someone that is a novice at NBA DFS. What would be my first step if I wanted to jump into the NBA DFS pool? So the first thing that you're going to need to do is you are going to have to monitor injuries because those like injuries affect um, NBA DFS way more than any other DFS sport. And it's pretty easy to think about why NBA games happen every single day. So let's say an NFL player turns their ankle. Well, they have a week to, you know, rehab that ankle. They're going to get in the oxygen chamber. They're going to do all sorts of things for an NBA player. They have to leave the game. They have to go get on a plane. They have to go try and sleep in a hotel. Then they got to get up and go to the arena the next day and try and play. A lot of times those guys are not able to play, but they're going to try. And, 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 if they're not able to play, unlike in NFL DFS, where we get an active reports an hour and a half before every single game, sometimes guys can wait to decide to see if they can play, you know, all the way uh, until, you know, five minutes before the game. And, and that stuff can be kind of unpredictable. So the injury reporting is the number one thing that you have to look out for. Um, and, and because, for example, like, let's say Russell Westbrook is not able to play for the Houston Rockets. Well, if he does not play Hart, Russell, uh, James Hart, Harden is going to become a way better play, but also the person who backs up Russell Westbrook is probably going to be very cheap. Like when we get a backup running back that comes in that no one expected to start. Well, he's probably going to be, let's say on, on FanDuel, he's going to be 4,700, whereas Russell Westbrook was 9,200. Well, then you get a huge discount on the guy who's about to come in and play. And that guy becomes, you know, one of the better values of the night. So that is by far and away the number one thing that you need to stay on top of. Okay, so being a huge baseball season long in DFS guy, to me, analytics are the way to go. What would be some analytics to look at in the NBA world? Is it a simple thing as, you know, this guy likes to penetrate down the middle and this team plays a zone or things of that nature? What can I look for there? 
So uh, like the the largest thing that you need to control for in thinking about um, NBA DFS is usage rate. So that is just a statistic that accumulate like that uh, describes how often a possession is ended by a player, whether that be by shooting the ball, whether that be by turning the ball over or whether that be by assisting a shot. And, uh, you know, ideally, you know, we're trying to get the most amount of points possible. So that means that, uh, you know, we want to have players with very high usage rates. And that is that ties back in to the injuries that we were talking about. So let's say we have a team, not even position by position, but let's say we have a team like the Indiana Pacers that has a big man, uh, DeMontis Sabonis, who is their center, and he is a very high usage player. So he, a ton of their possessions end with him either shooting, turning the ball over, or assisting. So let's say he doesn't play. That actually, in a weird way, makes the guards for that team much better DFS plays because that means that, you know, of that team's 105-point team total, way more of those points can be attributed to Malcolm Brogdon, Aaron Holiday, Jeremy Lamb, you know, the uh, the, the guards for that team because they're not going to have a big man to finish those possessions. Okay, so you've told me I should definitely check out my injury report. Sounds logical. Look at the usage rate. Sounds logical. Also look at backups to injuries. Now, is there... Any equivalent to stacking in NBA? How would I approach that? So there definitely is an equivalent to it, but the the correlations are a little bit different. So instead of the correlations being, okay, well, you know, every time this person gets a touchdown, what's going to happen is that, uh, you know, their throw to touchdown. So that's going to be six points from someone else, uh, mm-hmm. someone else. That's a little bit different in the sense that um, what you're actually chasing for is overtime. You want you want overtime games or or games that just go crazy crazy in terms of the total number of possessions because you know inside of a game of basketball some teams can play very slowly and very methodically and maybe they'll only shoot you know x amount of times per game but another team you know they play very fast and instead of waiting for four seconds left on the shot clock they wait uh you know they shoot with 14 seconds left on the shot clock and then you do that a hundred times in a game and all of a sudden we have way more possessions, way more rebounds, way more steals, way more blocks out there to be had. So that's, uh, you know, that's a huge thing to think about is, you know, just maybe you want to play six players all from the same game and try and hope that that's going to be a game that plays very fast with lots of extra fantasy points. And maybe you get lucky and it goes to overtime. So now in football DFS, uh, some lineups I build, I build for my quarterback out. I'll match him to a receiver, take it from there. Other lineups I'll usually, maybe I'll go for a defense, sometimes marry him to a running back. Uh, in baseball, I'll always like to stack batting order guys, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, so on and so forth. Uh, what would I do here? I'm just going to open up the point guard selection. And right now I see that T. Young is the $10,300, a top guy here. If I chose him, what would be my next move there? So uh, if you were if you were looking to correlate that lineup, you would probably start to look at the uh, the center that plays against them. Right. So they're, they're playing against Cleveland. That's actually right. a game that features two bad defenses. Uh, so that's actually a very good game uh, to stack and, and not going to be overly popular. You know, Cleveland, they're a bad team. Bad teams generally do not feature a ton of very high owned players uh, unless their rotation gets very thin. That's actually another thing to notice is when. Uh, NBA teams get to only having eight men available. It doesn't happen very often, you know, maybe once or twice a month where a team is going to be caught in a situation where they have 
guys who are injured. They have their G League guys. So that's the minor leagues for NBA. You know, those guys are not available. Maybe they're on the other side of the country or whatever. So they can't come to play. And when an NBA team gets only eight guys left to be available, pretty much everyone on the team is a good DFS play because it's just everyone is going to have to play a good amount of minutes. Everyone's going to have to get a decent amount of usage because the coach just doesn't have very many options. So then how do I approach picking my shooting guards? What do I do here on my number twos? So you would start to think, okay, uh, you know, do, well, first of all, do we have any big injuries on this slate? And we see that Carl Anthony Towns, he's playing against Golden State Warriors. He is a game time decision. Now on FanDuel, there is no late swap. On DraftKings, there is late swap. So you can wait for that news. You're not going to know whether or not Carl Anthony Towns is playing for the Minnesota Wolves. So something that you could do on FanDuel for your GPP strategy is you could play the guys who would get bumps in playing time and usage without Carl Anthony Towns in the lineup. So that would be Andrew Wiggins. That would be uh, Gorgie Dang, who is 4,300 on FanDuel. Uh, even someone like Robert Covington at Power Forward, who is 5,300. All of those guys would benefit if Carl Anthony Towns was unable to play. And the that they also would come in at a very low ownership because that's the last game of the night and it's going to be unknown when lineups lock if he is or is not going to play. Now, in NBA, where do I always want to pay up? Is there a particular place there? Is it you always have to have Harden? You always have to have this guy? So it's a little bit less positional and it just is kind of more about who is available at that time uh, like or, or in that night slate. But in general, paying up in NBA is very good. Uh, there is def- there's generally huge value in getting James Harden. LeBron James, uh, Steph Curry, when he's healthy, like there's big value in getting those guys who have, you know, 70, 80, 90 fantasy point ceilings in because, you know, even someone like Joel Embiid, uh, Nikola Jokic, Bradley Beal, those guys kind of max out at like 55, 60. If they get more than that, it's it's truly like a a career night. But, you know, James Harden can get 80 fantasy points in a game and it's it's kind of just another night for him. So stars and scrubs is a strategy that works very well for people in NBA DFS. Hang on, I got to write that down. Stars and scrubs should be the name of this show. Okay, now talk to me about the three and the four position here. How do I approach picking uh, small forwards and power forwards? So on FanDuel specifically, small forward is uh, that this is a position that for as long as I have, uh, you know, just as long as basically I I can remember, um, it's just been about punting because generally small forward outside of LeBron, you know, outside of Kawhi, a couple of those guys, it's a pretty low usage position, which means that, you know, these guys don't finish a ton of possessions. We look in the mid tier here, you know, we have guys who are okay, but have pretty low floors. You know, Will Barton, Kelly Oubre, Jonathan Isaac, these guys have very low floors. So this is a great position to find our salary savers. And in this slate, you know, it's looking like Kent Bazemore is a very strong option. Daniel House for the Houston Rockets, a very strong salary saving option in that pace up game against the Sacramento Kings. So in general, I you do try and save your salary as much as possible at small forward. Okay. Now, how many lineups do you generally put in on a night in NBA DFS? 
so I, I tend to either decide, okay, I'm going to play cash games on, uh, and I play more on DraftKings than uh, FanDuel for NBA. If I'm going to play cash games, I will probably just play one team. So I'll, I'll put that lineup in the single entry GPPs on DraftKings, and I'll put that in head-to-head contests and 50-50s. If, on the other hand, I decide, you know, maybe I don't love the slate, maybe I'm not looking forward to some of the decisions that I would have to make with just one lineup, Actually, what I'll do instead is just I will just enter 150 lineups into the one and two dollar tournaments on DraftKings, you know, maybe even more, maybe try maybe enter them twice and get 300 in there and and then use the daily roto tools uh, of which there are are many and they strenuous. And really, it's it's it, it's very hard to even scratch the surface of everything that they are capable of doing in terms of building lineups. But they are uh, that that is kind of the way that I approach it. I, I do one of the two things instead of trying to do both. OK. Okay, and in 15 seconds, if I could only use one of the tools on the site, which would be the one to go to? Uh, if you could use use one of the tools, it would just be the optimization tool. Uh, and the tool that I like inside the most inside of that is the volatility tool. And what that does is it uses uh, you know a mathematical formula to look at the ranges of outcomes for each individual player. And then it randomly assigns a range of outcomes in every individual lineup for that player. It's a very cool tool. Mm, the volatility tool. Sounds like something I need. Come on back because we have what you need. Pro Football Rewind after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma 
delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go play. Land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting, fishing, and hanging out with the family you want. Just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations, but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term. Like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound. Go to Land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is a place to find and invest in in your open space. You know when you hear this what time it is, you're back in. All right, welcome back into the Pro Football Rewind. It's been an amazing championship Sunday. My name is Matt Striker. I'm joined, as always, by Davis Maddock. Davis has given us in the last two hours so many things to think about. For next week, Davis also taught me so far how to play NBA DFS. Davis, before we wrap things up, can you give me a couple of things that you're looking forward to for next week, 17, as it applies to DFS? I mean, the, the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to in week 17 is it's just it's just got to be RG3. You know, I, I, I love rooting for, uh, you know, cool stories that happen in the NFL. Also, I'm, I, I just always love Big 12 football. RG3 is a Big 12 football legend. Very excited for that. I think it's I think it's very cool for him to get back. And also, I just uh, a, a gigantic slate because all of the games have to take place, uh, you know, at the same day. And uh, yeah, so they are uh, they're all coming right there. And I, I'm very excited for that. OK, can you talk to me a little bit about Justice Hill? Do you think that there's going to be some money to be won on his shoulders? Money is definitely there to be won on Justice Hill, uh, for sure. I think the, the 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 chalk game, though, is going to be the Falcons at the Buccaneers. That's going to be where most of the money goes uh, in, in DFS. And uh, it should be uh, the over is also going to be a popular tout as well. Okay, and do you think Devontae Freeman can close out the season strong? I think that he can, but the way that I'm really looking at that game is going to be Jameis, Justin Watson, Brashad Perryman, Cam Brate, and then you know Julio Jones, Russell Gage, Austin Hooper as well. Uh, really looking to the passing game in uh, in that Tampa Atlanta game. Yeah, and for those that missed it, you alluded to that that Jameis Winston has a certain record in his sights, correct? It's so it's there. Uh, the single season NFL passing record. It is uh, it is quite far away. Uh, Five thousand four hundred and forty seven yards. Jameis Winston. Uh, as of right now, he has uh, four thousand nine hundred and eight passing yards. So he just has to have the game of his career next week. And uh, it's it's there. All right, my man. Uh, what are your plans for the holidays? 
you know, my plans for the holidays, uh, watch as uh, watch as much college football bowl season as I can, get ready on these prospects, and, uh, you know, just be, be getting ready to, to help people next year. All right. I wish you and yours a very happy and healthy holiday season. We say happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Festivus, happy holiday season, and above all, ladies and gentlemen, if you won your championships, congratulations. Happy football. This is the Pro Football Rewind. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting, fishing, and hanging out with the family you want. Just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations, but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term. Like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound. Go to Land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is a place to find and invest in in your open space.